Welcome to Shooting for the Stars, a podcast series brought to you by Southern Cross Business Advisors, helping our clients identify and achieve their life goals. And coming to you straight from SCBA headquarters at 234 Deacon Avenue, Mildura. Welcome everyone, it's Louis Bulzami here for the latest edition of Shooting for the Stars, where today we're going to deviate a little bit from the compliance side of things when it comes to what we do to help our clients identify and achieve their life goals. So away from tax for the moment, we're going to be focusing on managing people. And with me today, one of the esteemed directors of Southern Cross Business Advisors to discuss the importance of managing people and getting the best performing team that you can out on the park for your business is Noel Costa. Welcome, Noel. Thanks, Louis. So, Noel, we want to bring in a bit of a uh, footy vernacular to this. So, talking about managing people, you want to be able to build your premiership team. Isn't that right? Well, that's right. And, um, you know, there's one common trait that we find with, with clients who are performing really well in their business is that they have a, they have a high-performing team, a team with cohesion, a team with, with good morale. And, and it's a team which promotes ideas and, and concepts and, and really creates that growth mindset as a culture within the group. And, and it's funny you referred to the football analogy. I, I took a lot out of some of those Paul Ruse podcasts in relation to building team and culture. And, and he defines culture very well. It's a culture's a set of behaviours that we accept. And it's also a set of behaviours that we, we overlook. So when you look at forming culture, we need to be very mindful in the workplace, those behaviours that, that we do reward and overlook because that, that really forms the basis of that, of that culture and, and behaviours in the workplace. Yeah, that it does. And uh, it's brilliant you bring up the example of Paul Ruse, who instilled that Bloods culture into the Sydney Swans back in the, the mid-2000s, which saw them break their 72-year premiership drought. And, and you look at uh, like other footy teams as well, I mean, your beloved Tigers and what Damien Harbick has been able to instill with them, with uh, the whole team unity. And it's not, not all about Dustin Martin and whoever else. You know, anyone can just come in and, and play their role, which stems from Alistair Clarkson's. Great work with the Hawthorne Football Club as well. So uh, from, all, from all of that, um, what would that mean you know, in, in more of a traditional business sense? So you know, we've got, uh, you know, for example, us, Southern Cross Business Advisors. You know, we've got yourself, Tony Jones and Peter Hartman as the senior coaches overseeing, helping and supporting the many teams at your club. You know, accounting, administration, IT, superannuation, property, finance, you name it. So quite uh, an extensive club to manage that one. And obviously the various industries that we look after, your agricultural industries, your construction industries and retail, hospitality and, and the like. Uh, what would that mean for, for those kind of industries in terms of what they can instill? Well, it's interesting when we speak to a lot of clients and over our, the years we've been consulting to clients, it's the common traits and we often lead with what keeps you awake at night. And, and normally the top two, not necessarily in this order, one is managing finances and money and number two is managing people. And it's such a common discussion in the workplace and we find that just having some tools and some ability to, to manage that to get the best out of the team and, and get them to do what they do best, but more importantly, what, what they value. And um, you know, we've worked really hard in our business, TJ Hardy. Um, TJ's done a lot of work in this space and, and to really promote this growth mindset. And He talks about a high-performing team culture, but, but we, need, we need some tools to help us to be able to implement and to achieve uh, the potential of the team to tap into that. So 
So we talk about once we're aware of each other's behaviours and that's really important and, and there's often things in the workplace where there's a disconnect because some behaviours individually, they just might rub someone else the wrong way without even knowing that. So it's about this level of awareness within each team member to know um, how they react to certain situations and that really does have an impact on that. No, it certainly does and hitting nail on the head beautifully there, Noel, too, where it might work for one particular team member or a few others with a certain way that your behaviour comes across to them, but it may not work for another. So being able to have that unity, have that balance is absolutely uh, critical and paramount. Now, in terms of, you know, you, you mentioned about you know, what keeps business owners awake at night and they say, yeah, finances and you know, tax bills and whatnot goes first and people come second. Uh, how would it be fair to say that second place really is almost equal first in terms of importance from your point of view? Well, it is. I mean, it just depends on, you know, you, you can see some of the on business owners, just, just some of the, the frustrations they have with certain team members not not doing what they would like them to do and, and can't really understand why certain team members behave the way they do across any industry or organisation. So, so what we've done, to do, we've had to dive in and find some tools to assist not only us within our business, but also with our clients. Yeah, and one of those tools that's come across the table in recent times is the the disc profile. We're not talking about slipping a disc in your back. You know, that's pretty painful. We're actually talking about something that will be very, very helpful and uh, and be able to be very soothing for business owners. The the disc profile. So D for dominance, I for influence, S for steadiness, and C for compliance. Uh, just to dig deep into each of those four pillars of disc. No. Yeah. So as as by way of background, um, there was a a chap called um, Marsden around 100 years ago. Really categorised behavioural styles into four categories. And, and what that does is that it really depicts on how we behave and react to certain situations, not only in our natural state, but also in our work state. So, so we have some behavioural traits which demonstrate that people are highly dominant, So which means they appear impatient. These are the people that may tend to interrupt and make fast decisions and, and want to be in control. That represents around about 5% of the, the population, the pure D styles. The other, so there's three remaining styles that are highly influential styles. So these are the people that like to talk a lot. They're more open and friendly. They just like being alone and, and they, um, they're very animated and, and have great persuasive skills. The third category is, is the highly steady team member. So this is the, the team member that likes close personal relationships, very persistent, prefer to work in small teams and, and tend to be very easygoing. The final category is the, the high compliance. We call them the high C style. They're very cautious in actions, very logical. They like organisation and structure, and, and these people seek perfection. So within these four categories, they're further split up into 44 different components, which, which through the tool really assist us to, to analyse the behavioural style of, of the team member. Yeah, so does it, you feel like there's a bit of an overlap to some of the, uh, the leadership styles as well or management styles, you know, you've got autocratic who's pretty much, you know, do as I say and that's it. It's, there's no uh, bones about that or more democratic was kind of a bit of a hybrid. Yeah, all right, I'll still have the final say but, you know, you guys can still have your input or the, uh, the lay's fair where it's more like, all right, I'm just overseeing everything but I trust what my team can do. Do you see that, that a fair bit of what, what comes out of DISC can uh, overlap in that too from a leadership perspective? Well, it does because we develop that level of self-awareness of our own behaviours. And with that, so once we understand our own behaviours, and we, then we can understand the natural behaviours of our team members, we learn how to communicate to each other more effectively. And we also become 
better leaders in the workplace. And really the takeaway here is that, well, why have we found DISC to be a valuable tool? It's clear to us that it can help us become better leaders and better employers in the workplace. It's actually a terrific career coaching tool to increase the self-awareness of the team member and to also assist them on their journey to become a future leader. It's a, it's a really great tool to manage conflict in the workplace because, and maybe we'll just deep dive into this, this point a little bit more, because I'll just come back to the fact that there's traits and behaviours that we have that we express that, that just, just, just may tend to rub the other team member the wrong way because they have a different behavioural profile and it's nothing to do with being a good or bad person. That's, that's, this isn't nothing to do with that. It's really about how we react to certain situations. So in terms of understanding uh, that, that component is, is really critical and, and often a breakdown in the team is conflict and, and as business leaders it's difficult to manage. But with the tool, in, we can use this as a very strong guide to say, well, you know, this is natural. So when, when, when you're speaking to, to team members that may be having a conflict, well, this is natural, guys, because of your behavioural profiles, you're going to clash. So if you both know you're going to clash on these matters, you can curve the way you react and you curve the language that you use so that you can get along because you're both good people and outside work you look like you're good friends, but, but you clash. So let's manage that so we can get what we need to get done and create a high-performing environment. Exactly. It's almost like white line fever if you want to use another footy term. As soon as you cross that boundary line, all of a sudden – bang, you're changing to something else. Like when you're taking on your opponents out there, you, you, you're in the heat of the battle, you hate them, you just want to scrag them down. But then as soon as the siren goes, you shake hands and you're good friends. So it's just probably, yeah, you're right. It's, it's about uh, trying to manage that. So that way you don't have too much of a, uh, a disconnect between who you really are and as a person and who you are as a worker in the, in the workplace. You want to be able to have a good uh, healthy blend and balance of the two. Well, that's right. And as soon as we're, we're building stronger working relationships and we're feeling good about ourselves, aren't we? But by default, the morale of the organisation lifts. And it's all fine and we can all say, oh, that, that all sounds great and all, you know, we can hold hands and sing songs all day and it's all going to be great. Kumbaya. <laughs> but we know as, as a business leader and growing a team from around 15 to 40, mm. um, it comes with pain. And the pain is managing very good people so that they all do click and get along and, and it's difficult to to achieve 100%. Mm. But if we continually work towards building that stronger team environment where there's stronger relationships and, and it can really add to a great work environment. And ultimately, what are we trying to do? We're trying to ensure that our customers or our product, it's the best that it can be so that everyone can be rewarded for their effort and time that they're putting in at work. Exactly. And, then, and with that comes a, a true sense to your customer base or in our case a client base that yeah this is a great team it's all in unison they're all cohesive and they're all loving what they do because they can see it they can feel it if we've got great unity and connection internally it's going to just show and glow and absolutely glow in externally well it is and to take a, a famous phrase from richard branson was that you keep your team happy your customers are going to be happy by default and and, and that is in simple terms what this is about and and by devising a tool, which you know, it, it involves a 10 to 15 minute online questionnaire that team members prepare. From that, it produces a, a report, a quite a detailed report, but this is self-assessed. So the tool is a, is a self-assessment. So we, we, we complete our own questionnaire 
Uh, I've completed one of these myself, and, and you sort of look back and reflect and say, okay, so these are the areas that I'm now aware of of how I behave in certain situations, and in some cases, they might, that might not be very effective in a, in a work or team environment. And, and as business owners, we are emotionally charged. We're, we're emotionally invested in our business, and when things don't go right, maybe some examples where we overreact because we're, we're emotionally charged. So, but it's, if you're aware of how you react to certain situations, you can really then identify where we can improve and become more effective as leaders. That's it. It's absolutely paramount. Just uh, having that, uh, that's a key buzzword about all this is that awareness, just making sure that you know what's going on before making a, a rash decision. But uh, going back to the tool, the DISC tool. So once again, dominance, influence, steadiness, and compliance. Everyone loves a good example. You know, just in case uh, things get a little bit lost in the shuffle, let's go through a pretty simple one. So four people in an elevator and is the doors close. Is this, is this a joke? Is a joke? Well... <laughs> Well, you make up your own mind on it, but anyway, there's four people in that elevator and the doors close. As they close, one last person wants to hop in. So you look at the uh, the dominant person, the D style, they'll be going, make up your mind, get in, stay out, but whatever, just let's go, hurry up, close the doors, just that's it, non-negotiable with them. The the influencer, or the I style, they'll hold the door open, they'll be very, uh, be more like shivery in the good old days, you know, shivery's not dead, saying, you know, come on in, there's more than enough room, forget about the weight limit, just get on in, I'm happy to accommodate all. The, uh, the steadiness approach or the S style, they quietly just move to the back, just giving the space to accommodate a new person. They just say nothing, no fuss about them. All right, I'll just shuffle over. And then the uh, the compliance style, the C style, they've always got to do all the calculations. They've got to analyze everything, look at the weight limit and number of people in and to, to worry about if they're going to exceed it. And then if they do, they might say something and be polite about it or uh, give the look on their face. Mm-mm, I don't think they can come in. So there's there's a little bit of an example of the, the different kind of styles there. Well, it is. And... And the other thing too is that we have our natural state and then we have our state where we call it adaptive state where we're at work and we tend to react maybe a bit more differently at work because of the sense of responsibility and we just need to get things done, don't we? So so in the workplace, um, we can tend to have a different style and, and this tool identifies that, that change in style when, when it's in a work environment or when things need to be, to be done. So... So I suppose it, it, you know we have we have team members here who are accredited to provide this type of advice. We're assisting business leaders with it. We're assist, assisting leadership groups with this type of uh, analysis to become better. Um, in our firm, we've we've overlaid that across the, the whole team. Um, and so, but what it does, number one, it increases that that level of self awareness. And from there, then you can start really building some strategies to improve how we communicate to each other, how we act, and, and also forms. And you can start using phrases like, look, this is how, this is how we roll around here. This is, this is how we react to certain situations. And, and you can almost make a bit of a bunt or a bit of a joke about some behaviours which are outside the sort of the, the culture of the firms and, um, and just sort of use it as a bit of a, an anchor point in terms of, yeah, okay, well, that's, oh, that's a bit of a... Because you're a high eye, that's why... Your office is so messy. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know, well, that explains it. So, back, you know, yeah. if they're a high eye and they've got an, a messy office, well, that's yep. just that's just part of that, that person's behavioural trait. And so, so that person can then, okay, geez, okay, so now I can, I'm aware of it. This is the reason why. What am I going to do about it? So that's an example of, of how that can be applied. Indeed. So, uh, just before we wrap up, Noel, uh, I guess for to help clients sort of get the ball rolling here with uh, implementing something like this in their own workplace. It's not as just as easy as going, all right, here it is, let's just run with it and away we go. You can't just really uh, 
sort of run before you crawl, that sort of thing, uh, using the baby analogy. Uh, what would be the best way for them to get um, get started, yep. from your view, uh, if they've never really delved deep into thinking in this manner? So it's really having a chat to your accountant or advisor at SCBA, and then from there we'll just sort of scope out, okay, what exactly your requirements are. It may just be a, a bit of an introduction to DISC, a bit of a chat on the work, in the workplace or via Zoom, um, and then from there... If the leaders can under, can um, appreciate there's some value in in the tool assessment, we can apply the assessment tool, um, and then and then from there we, we we can with the permission of the team members we share the results with the business leaders and the team members obtain their results as well and and then from the next step would be is a bit of a, a workshop. So some clients you know that they really look forward to a, a bit of a workshop where we we openly discuss people's behavioural traits. And we we go we deep dive into some of the mannerisms in that and how some put some strategies together how we we put that together so um, and there's also a report that that the client and the employee will receive so there's a, there's, an, there's an individual report and there's also a team report as well which which identifies certain deficiencies maybe in in the team that if there's too many team members which display one too heavily one particular behavioural style. That may cause an imbalance across the group. So we we had a a business that had high staff turnover recently, and and on their team profile, it revealed that that they weighed very very low in terms of that steadiness high S style, and that high S style really that that, that talks about the cohesion the cohesion of the team and and is the glue of the team. So they, they, there weren't actually any team members in that category, and and that goes a large way towards explaining there was high turnover in that particular organisation. So there is some, some significant value in the tool. We use it here internally and and um, we find it very, very useful. Very useful indeed. Well, Noel, it's an absolute honour and privilege to have you join me in the studio for this episode. Whenever we can get you in for a few seconds, let alone 20 minutes out of your busy schedule is absolutely invaluable. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Louis. It's been a pleasure. And to ensure that you're never alone when it comes to managing your people, by all means, come in and see us if you're in the Mildura area, 234 Deakin Avenue, Mildura, or give us a phone call, 03501864444. Drop us an email at admin at scba.com.au or check out our website at www.scba.com.au. Get in touch with us by any of those means and we'll have... Our professional team on hand and at the ready to ensure that you are well and truly supported and guided through your managing people journey. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Shooting for the Stars, via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you get your podcast fix. Until next time, you continue to achieve your life goals and we'll continue to help you identify them. Goodbye.